0: Welcome to Geeks of the North, a hobby and gaming podcast in the Bill Prevance. We're here to paint some miniatures and talk about the hobby, so why don't you sit back, relax, grab a paintbrush, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to Geeks of the North, your hobby and giving podcast in the Bell Prevance. As always, I am your magnificent host, Paul Philo Here once again this week with my luscious co-host, Antoine Bergeron.
1: It's better than beige bread.
0: Better than beige bread? Uh, yes, yes you are. And uh, also this week, due to uh, much whining and popular demand, we have Yom Neveshen. How's it going, Yom? <laughs> Hello, not whining by me. <laughs> That's, true. That's true.
2: Where's my, my uh, quality? Right? My, my, like, the elusive or something because I'm never here.
0: Oh, oh, um, the, uh, yeah, I got nothing. I'll take <laughs> something for you. You made me screw up my model, Yom.
2: Yes. That was my plan all along.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna blame you. It was totally my fault, but I'm gonna blame you anyway. How's it going, guys? Good. Great. Yeah. yeah, it's going okay for me too. I'm uh recovering from a cold, so I have a coughing fit. Uh my apologies in advance. Um mm. Yeah, so I'm uh, working on some gilball models. Or a gilball model. The um Limited edition Sultesian gutter that I picked up at Adepticon this year. It was in a random prize pool for a Gilball event I played in. <laughs> it's a good
1: draw. Yeah, it's a lack well, of the draw.
0: Actually, that pool was awesome because I got I got two models. I got her, and I got someone else I was missing. I can't remember who that someone else was at this point. It may have been Rookie Jack or. Like, it was another bottle I didn't have that I kind of wanted, so...
2: Hard to remember because you have, like, uh, six
0: uh, guilds. Probably more at this point. Um, <laughs> but I've only got a few painted, so I don't count the unpainted ones. Oh, That's going to drive me nuts now. It wasn't vet Walk. I got that last year. Anyway, it doesn't matter. All I'll say, I got really lucky in what I picked up. So, yay. And since there's an errata coming soon... And there's hopes that uh, something happens for Union. I decide to pull out that model and paint her up to replace the crappy original sculpt that I have. Which is in an entirely different scale, for some reason.
1: Yeah, those old uh, Union models, Gutter and Decimate were so small.
0: And so is Hemlock, so was...
1: Snake uh, Snake skin. skin, skin. skin. Yeah.
0: They were kids back then, that's why. <laughs> I hope not, because there's a whole rape scene, uh, in the fluff in season one. Yeah. And that would be wrong.
2: is you're wrong.
0: <laughs> well, yes, but it would be even more wrong. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. No more, no more political stuff. Uh, wait, is rape political? I don't know. I guess it can be. Let's talk about something less inflammatory, like, uh, the daily mass shootings in the US. Wait, no. <laughs> Uh, so what are you guys working on? <clears throat> you go, Antoine. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad, guys. Come on. <laughs> I shouldn't have stalled the show that bad.
1: Uh, I'm working on Corbelly <laughs> that I started during the last recording.
0: Yeah, he was looking uh, freaking awesome. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty did sure I'll th- finish him tonight.
0: Did you start him last recording or just randomly during the week? No, during the, the recording, right? I-, I don't know about that. Weren't no. you working on? No, no, you were working on your templar last week, weren't you? You started them during our D and D game on Friday or our, our RPG. Oh, okay, yeah, that's true. It was during a recording, but not this one. Actually, there was no recording per se.
1: So, oh, that's good because I forget about that. So, I did play a game this week. Oh, <laughs> look at you! Yeah, so uh, that's what I'm working on. So, I started Corbilly after last recording. <laughs> Um, uh, I had, uh, some time in front of the computer. I didn't want, know what to work on. And the Templar, uh, NMM work is a bit more, uh,
0: attention required.
1: Yeah, attention required. So I couldn't just, uh, drive our survey. So, uh, I picked up Corbettie instead and just uh, did that during our last, uh, RPG session. It was about halfway done and it'll probably be finished tonight.
0: Yeah. For everyone wanting to know, we're playing Shadows of the Demon Lord yep. which is a light and fluffy RPG. <laughs> um okay mm-hmm. not at all. <laughs> yeah. I I think it's very much a uh, kindred spirit to uh, Warhammer Fantasy uh, role play. Like the the world's very kind of dark.
2: Have you died yet? Your characters, I mean.
0: Um no, no. Uh, not gonna say it hasn't come close a few times.
1: No, and I think we play pretty, uh,
0: safe. Well, it's because our game master, um, is well known to me. And I make sure to warn everyone that plays one of his games that he has no real concept of gauging encounters because he long ago decided he doesn't need to. He's like players will figure it out for themselves. If they need to run, they'll run. If they don't need to run, they won't run. So yeah, that's one way of doing it. And the thing is, most people are not used to that style of jamming. So it's if not they coming. come from other, <laughs> they come from other games and they're like, "Oh, there's this encounter. We should be able to beat this thing," and then they die horribly and they get all upset. And I'm always like, "I told you. Like, Why didn't you listen?" But Antoine is a good listener, so we have not died.
1: Well, it works with that I play <laughs> a careful character, too. A bit innocent, but careful.
2: Careful or coward?
1: Oh, no, he's not a coward. No, again. <laughs> he, he does stupid things out of not knowing what stuff is.
0: You haven't really done anything stupid no. that I can think of. Have you? Am I just not remembering?
1: I don't remember everything.
0: I think you've been pretty uh pretty not stupid. Mm-hmm. I won't say smart, because that's not really in character yeah. for you either.
1: <laughs> nope uh, he's he's kind of a scout, so he's gonna always go slowly and check every re- check everything. So that that fits uh, w- with the style of game we have to play.
0: <laughs> yes. Because death comes swiftly in Shadows of the Demon Lord. Yeah,
1: we came close during the tower. I was down to one. one oh, yeah, one, I was also one life point, if I remember correctly.
0: I, I had run out of all my spells. I, I'm playing like a a combat mage, but like a I'm a mage that physically enhances himself and, and magically enhances his like melee weapons. Which sounds pretty cool, uh, until you realize you're still a mage, so you're kinda squishy. Um, there are no armor restrictions in this game. I could wear armor, uh, except that in the setting we're playing in, the economy is basically borked because there's mass, uh, refugee exodus. And, uh, it's caused crazy inflation and we can't afford armor.
1: Well, so. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff we can't afford before even trying to get armor. Yes. Like I I'm piling money just to be able to afford a leather armor. So.
0: Yep. I know. I'm in that same boat. Cuz I also would like some leather armor.
2: Yeah. I'm sure it helps with encounters also. Like Having everything armor? is harder because you don't have armor or a bad weapon.
0: Yep. Well, luckily, weapons like weapons I came equipped with because of uh, my character's history. So here's the thing: in Shadows of the Demon Lord, which was totally not supposed to be the topic tonight, but what the hell? <laughs> um, <laughs> you care. Your characters don't have skills per se. You have a background, and you have previous like careers, I guess you could say, and you have any skill. That, makes, that would make sense for a person with that career to have. So, if your previous career was Tracker. a hunter, I was going to say hunter, and you're in the woods and you want to track a, an animal, well, that's considered a skilled role because you were a hunter, so you obviously should have that skill.
1: So, you get a boon they call in the system, so an advantage during your role. That's yeah. it. Makes sense. It works well. It's
0: yeah, it's very streamlined, uh, but it's got enough diversity in what what's going on in, in the characters that nothing really feels samey, which is nice. Okay. That's not what I'd really call a rules light system. Nope. But it's not particularly heavy either. It's certainly le- less rules than than like Pathfinder, I would say. Or probably even fifth ed. Though fifth ed's pretty streamlined too. Yeah, so being a combat mage that has to constantly fear for his life in every combat is uh pretty <laughs> pretty interesting from a player character point of view. Cause I, I pretty much nearly die every single combat. Like every time. So yeah.
1: Yom, what are you working <laughs>
2: It was like a silence there. Uh, I'm working on Corker. So shout out to Steve. I'm, I'm painting a good ball model. For those who don't know, it's the third, the third captain for the Brewers. Right. A really cool looking
0: uh, model too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did a slight modification uh, on him. I didn't like his, um, his face because like he has a huge, like full beard. But he had no stash. A face. Yeah. So I punched him in the face. No, um but he didn't have a stash. So I had like a full-grown stash on it. And some hair on top also. Like shaved on the side, but long hair tied in the back. But I really like his look. He look a lot more like a Viking right now. I mean, he already so got- had the look, but it just looks a bit better. I
0: find. So you got rid of his male pattern baldness and you gave him a mustache. (laughs) Yep. Gotcha.
2: And right now I'm painting the tartan, so I'm not having a lot of fun.
0: (laughs) Well, you know who you can blame for that, eh?
2: Yeah. Hmm. Never again. (laughs)
0: Well, it's a good thing you only have so many models to paint for that guild.
2: Yep. Yep. Uh, I always dodge a... All my life, all my gaming life, I always dodge uh, Tartan (laughs) for every army. So I really like the look of the Brewers. I was like, okay, there's only like a few models. I'll do it for them,
0: but. (laughs) Yeah, I was um, recently painting a uh, Pulp City model, and he's supposed to have Tartan. And I thought about contacting you. And I'm like, nope, nope. That would only lead to suffering mine. So, I'll just just put that thought out of my head, and he's wearing a green skirt.
2: <laughs> For a moment there, I was uh, I thought that you meant that contacting me would only lead to suffering.
3: Might mm, <laughs> have well, no. been both. <laughs> I swear, lose. I was referring
0: <laughs> Goodness, yo. Know. As I said last cast, you know, despite my best efforts, I can't dislike you really. So, <laughs>
2: I smell too okay, I guess, like you said.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't even smell bad.
2: It's not that like I smell good. I just don't smell bad. So, but I'll take well, it. Which
0: <laughs> let, let's face it: in the gaming community, it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, not smelling good is is or not smelling bad is the same as not smell is smelling good, because uh, the standards in gaming are pretty low.
2: So, yeah, so that's what I'm painting right now. And for gaming, well, uh, last week I was, uh, on vacation with the family. So before that, I tried to game like, uh, once a week, try to get e- either Guild Ball or War Machine. So my last game was against uh, our friend G. Uh, I was playing Scorn into his Troll Blood. Always fun to fight this guy. Face him.
0: Oh, uh, a great opponent. I don't get you to know, play him often enough anymore.
2: He's fun. In every game, every system, it's always fun to play. Yep. And, um, I was a uh, part of a RPG group also on my side. We were playing Shadowrun. But, uh, oh, it was... Oh, my sympathies. Oh, yeah, man, man. Hey, it's complicated.
0: <laughs> J- it's, just uh...
2: <laughs> Building a character? Like, Took me a week. A week of just going through source books and
0: ugh. Yeah, it's it's um they've done some work on it. The system has improved. Uh as scary as that may be. My biggest problem with it is that um combat bogs down like crazy.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's like a infinity but in RPG.
0: Yeah, that's my biggest problem with it is that combat becomes a big slog, and you know a lot of these games, a lot of these RPGs revolve around combat. So it's not like you can just cut the combat out of the equation to make the game go faster. Because mm-hmm. it's not much of a game without it. What uh, what but, class are you playing in? Um, in uh,
2: it's it's complicated. It um, it's like a a rigor, I guess. But I'm also like a gunner so it's a, the way it's built it's an orc <laughs> of course <laughs> but um, he's built like a like think of a Megboy. boy like he's there to build custom guns and vehicles and he likes it when there's a lot of DACA. so he built a big he, build, he built himself a big gun so I'm the uh, fire support for the group.
0: What, you don't have a, a
2: panther assault cannon or whatever? Oh, uh, I know. It's, uh, it's some heavy machine gun with like grenade launchers on attached to it and stuff like that. So I just like shoot stuff make and make stuff explode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just make things explode and shoot things down all the time laughing as I do. So. But, uh, like, yeah, uh, I was about to say this game was put on hold because. There was, there's a sixth edition coming, which will be more yep. streamlined. So we, we've put the game on hold. We will probably rebuild the characters to, to fit the sixth ed. So hopefully it will be simpler because damn, it's complicated. And, uh, why, while- you
0: know, who has, who has mm-hmm. the game now? Like who, I who publishes don't. still catalyst? No, that's catalyst. Yeah. This one, everything that used to be FASA, is that it? There?
1: Yep. Or mm-hmm. well, had it since FASA, I think.
0: Probably.
2: I like the uh, the universe. I like the atmosphere
0: and everything, but yeah, it's just too heavy. Yeah, because right now I think they're on fifth edition revised or something, right?
1: Yep. Sixth, they uh, came out at GenCon. A bunch of the books were available there. Yeah.
0: Does it still have? Uh, I don't remember in fifth edition. Do you still have like your? Your essence or whatever it is, like how much... uh
2: Yes.
1: Almost cyber you can get before it deteriorates your body and yeah. stuff like that.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know anyone who ran around with more than like a single point. <laughs> Most of us, back in the days we were playing this in college, you know, being young men with too much testosterone, we were all cybered up to the hilt running around with 0.5 essence. <laughs> just waiting for something to go wrong. And it did.
2: And well, while it's uh, on old, we um we started another game. It's a game of Death Watch, oh. but we just build the characters and uh, play the one session. Yeah, it's my first <laughs> with all my years playing 40k. It's my first time playing an RPG of
0: 40k. Is that using the old Fantasy Flight system? I guess. Uh,
2: I guess, it, but it's really simple so far. Like, even building characters, like, one night, your character is built. Like, we build all, every, like, the whole squad in one session. It's like, okay, that's a lot easier <laughs> to try to run.
0: Yeah, it, um, that Watch was fun. I mean, a lot of those games became, uh, were tough, I found. Uh, just because, like, space marines are kinda shoehorned into a certain type of, Character, I guess you could say, by most people, like most people don't treat Space Marines like they're people, right? So there's only so much a bunch of super uh, stoic, uh, you know, warriors running around using quote unquote uh, high Gothic slash Old English. Uh, yeah, there's only so many opportunities there for role playing. Nope. Unless you can let yourself, you know, get out of that shell or that trope.
2: But I don't think I want to. I think the the point of this game is to really like uh, uh, blow up steam.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you want something more serious, play one of the other 40k game,
0: Road Trader, or oh, like uh, the, the other one. Me. It wasn't about seriousness. It's about it's it's hard to. Really make the character your own, I found, because, like, you end up having people's expectations, um, kind of making you play that all, all, everyone's playing the same character. I always found Death Watch worked best in a diverse group. The, the rules didn't mesh so well, because space marines were, like, a starting space marine was inherently better than a starting Imperial Guardsman, shall we say? But, because the group was more diverse, it made the games more interesting. But I guess you're saying too, Yom, it's fun just to be able to sit there and go like, butta, 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 he's dead, butta, 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 they're dead.
2: Yeah. So, I think when they send, I think when they send the Death Watch, uh, time for diplomacy, uh, has passed.
0: Yeah, the, uh, the game I played actually it was run by the same guy that's running our Shadows of the Demon Lord. And I was playing the Ultramarine, um, Devastator, essentially.
1: So, you picked the worst Legion, uh, well, I say Legion because I'm more of a Kiosk player. But <laughs> <laughs> the worst chapter to have something to talk about character development.
0: Um, no, actually, I played him what I thought was in a rather interesting manner because he was, um, he was very dry like he had my sense of humor but he was super dry and he he could not relate to a lot of the other people in the group because you know there was the pretentious uh captain imperial navy captain rogue trader guy former imperial navy now rogue trader there was a, a guardsman sergeant who was like so super by the book that he was completely inflexible at everything and the Spaceman was actually more flexible than him. And then there was the Inquisitor, who pretty much thought he was invincible because he was an Inquisitor. Right up until the point that Gene Stealer ate him. <laughs> um, on the whole, it actually worked out pretty well. I had a lot of fun playing that. But it was the game I saw the least potential in. Um, the system I saw the least potential in, I guess. The setting. I think a lot of the other forty K ones are more interesting storyline wise.
2: Oh no, yeah, probably. Uh I think we want to do like a quick like a l full of action campaign. But we 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 still add some interesting elements like uh we have a specific background where all f- like our old squad are from the Dark Angel. Which is like a rarity and everybody like distrusts us because of that, like all the other squads. And yep, we of course have really to, right. so we have our missions, but we have to like hunt for fallen on top of that. So it's going to add like elements.
0: Yeah. No, that could be, that could be really cool. Or a bunch of, uh, you know, space wolves or oh, like, yeah, that would be this. cool
2: too. <laughs> There's other space wolves and yeah. So they, uh, we have a bit of
0: animosity <laughs> with other squads. Sc- oh, yeah, no, that's cool. What's most important is that you're having fun. Yeah. There is no wrong way to have fun, despite what the internet says.
1: Well, I would like for him to not have fun in that campaign and finally switch to ours. (laughs) He was supposed to join us.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I was invited. Yeah, people.
0: (laughs) I was invited. It was even my choice, I think.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I may have been
0: drunk that day. I I don't really remember.
2: No, you were driving.
0: (laughs) I hope you weren't. You weren't drunk. Was that the Chicago trip? No. Yes. Yes, you were talking about the campaign. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, I was definitely sober then. I don't know, maybe it was was uh, pity? Something? (laughs) No, I'm pretty pityless when it comes to you. Um, no, I think, uh, I think you'd have fun. The, the world, like, Shadow of the Demon has a lot of, uh, options for what you play and how you play. Yeah. Um, character progression is kind of strange but
1: Mm -hmm.
0: compared to other RPGs but on the whole again there's no wrong way to have fun so as long as you're having fun in your game that's all that matters
2: I plan to I've been made like a a librarian to add (coughs) another level of uh, complexity and fun like something stupid and crazy will probably happen to me
0: oh almost definitely Librarian? Yeah, you're gonna fail a perils test. Uh...
2: They all look at me like I'm a walking time bomb. <laughs> the other players.
0: <laughs> well, that's But with a little, like,
2: a little smirk <laughs> at the same time. Like, you're just waiting for something to happen.
0: Well, let's face it, it's not far from the truth.
1: <laughs> Yom, know, have you worked on other miniatures besides uh, Corker in the past weeks?
0: Don't okay, go yo, th- uh, too uh, far uh, back. We've, a, we have uh, not had you
1: for, like, seven months in, so
0: don't <laughs> no, go that far. Really? <laughs> Has it been that long?
1: Yeah, he was there, I think, uh, like, before Christmas.
0: No wonder I've been enjoying the cast yeah. so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, seriously, I didn't think it'd been that long. Sorry, Yeah, hey, And even the uh, listeners had a break-in. <laughs> you uh, you should have started complaining sooner that I'd, uh, I'd cut you out of the show
2: wasn't even me it was like uh tom tom at the uh, at the store yeah who asked okay, me, you like, <laughs> you,
0: whoever you had to bribe to bring it up that's uh, fine you know
2: <laughs> yeah so yeah um yeah. i'm not gonna do a recap of course of the last seven months but um the, let's cut the, to the chase
0: and talk about your storm raptor
2: yeah <laughs> the big one man uh so yeah, I painted that for a couple of weeks, and uh, I had this my, the client had like an idea of trying to reproduce like the look of a storm, the feel of a, a storm, like really put the emphasis, emphasis on the storm raptor, storm part. Uh, so I came up with that idea of like a, a dark cloud and, you know, like a a lightning storm is going to be like flashes in the clouds and you're sometimes going to see lightning. So I came up with that and it came out really great. And when I put it online, it got like a massively positive reaction. I was not expecting that.
0: Well, it is gorgeous. I mean, funny that gorgeous models get great reactions. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think it's one of my best like uh, online reaction to a model.
0: Well, yeah. I think it's probably one of your best, uh, I wasn't one of your best models, but I think it comes across better than most of your models, uh, online. Yeah. Like, pictures, I don't find pictures are always representative of the model. Some models just translate better to, to photo- photographs than others. And I think the way that Storm Raptor is done, he just takes, he's just really photogenic. Yeah, so he looks really good. I mean, he he is gorgeous in real life. I'm sh- I've never seen him, but I'm sure he's gorgeous in real life too. I'm not trying to say that it's just pictures and and you know, it's all Photoshop, you. Uh, I'm on you. <laughs> I'm but, sure uh, people,
2: some people would think that, but no, it just it, oh,
0: I I know you better than that. I I give you a lot of crap on the show, but I, I know you're you've got too much integrity for that.
2: Yeah, no, that's not my my sure. jam.
0: You're not a well known European painter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's not talk about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was just like the, the, since it's dark and there's a like points of light because of the, of the lightning, it goes to pure white. So it's that just the way it came up came out of, uh, photoshoots. So yeah, yeah, yeah uh, looks- I mean, it looked great in picture too. I was happy, but, uh, yeah, sure. It looks like <laughs> exactly like that in person. So yeah. I'm, I'm super happy, the client's happy, uh, lots of positive feedback, lots of share also. I mean, you've site it everywhere, but I just posted like my regular spots, like uh, once on Twitter, once on Facebook, and I share it twice on Facebook, like in uh, the War Machine group, and heavier metal, because I thought that this one was good enough for heavier metal. And, and Instagram, because I always forget to post on Instagram because I don't really
0: browse Instagram. I just. You're failing at social media. Yeah, yeah. Just,
2: oh yeah, yeah. That app exists. <laughs> it's
0: cause you're old. You're still using Facebook.
2: But a lot of people shared it and,
0: oof.
2: Like for, uh, for a couple of days, people were writing me messages.
0: Well, hopefully it gets you some, uh, some more commission work or something if you want it.
2: Who knows? I mean not that
0: you're not that you're dying for commission work, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was done in that now that that the archons in War Machine are coming out. Uh, I already have a commission lined up for an Archon. I hope to paint them all let's start with one.
0: Yeah, I uh I must confess, damn it. I keep messing up his eye. I uh have not really looked at anything War Machine. I was super excited for the uh for the new stuff to come out, and then it did, and I can't bring myself to care. <laughs> I-, I don't know what's going on like I was actually quite excited uh you know, and it just all went away. I don't know why uh
2: that's bad, like you don't have to, of course, there are other games, but I'd like to play that against you because it's one of the few games I play. And uh, I pretty much switch army. (laughs) Also, it's a a switch to scorn. It's a lot more pleasant.
0: Well, that, I think, is a personal preference.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it's like not quite rediscovering the game, but almost like it's such a different faction. It gives a different feel of the game. It gives you different games because you don't play the same way. It's, this faction is a lot more aggressive, so it changed the way I have to play. So it's it's really refreshing.
0: It's okay, I know what you really meant. This faction is more OP, and so I can win games easier, so I'm happier.
2: <laughs> more like, I feel I'm not uh, like going uphill all the time <laughs> after 15 years of playing Signar.
0: Wow. I'm going to say something. The Saltesian Gutter... Has the strangest eye ever. Her eye is like... uh, She only has one eye that shows. And it is probably like 15% the size or 20% the size of her head. And it's bulbous. Like, it it really sticks out of the It looks really weird. So I've kind of tried to paint it half covered. Otherwise, it would look super strange. And I think she looks like a frog. But that's... uh, (laughs) Looks like she has a giant frog eye. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, no, I. After I, I,
2: Corker, oh, sorry, don't go ahead. Go
0: no, I was gonna say actually, it's funny you switched out of um, Sigmar, and I've been thinking about going to Sigmar.
2: <laughs> oh, is Signar is gonna uh, come back strong with the uh, the new things that are gonna come out, the new uh, update, Oblivion models. It's gonna the, the, all the change the the way that themes work. Also, it's gonna help Sigmar a lot. So it's a uh, It's a good time to come back. (laughs)
0: I'm just tired of playing them. Yeah, I just want something different. Like, I was looking at my Kador. And I I love my Kador. That's what I've always played for War Machine. Well, Kador and Mercs, I I played Mercs for about a year. But my Merc models, what I wanted to do, it's not really viable. And it's quasi kind of viable in Signar. So, which is a giant robot list, you know, like two Colossals or something. It can mm-hmm. kind of work in Signar, so I keep being drawn back to that.
2: Yeah, they're gonna revise it. It's Signar's turn, so they're gonna revise the point cost and the abilities. and So they're gonna change a lot. It's gonna come back. They're gonna come back in the top of the faction roster. Don't call it
0: ranking. Yeah, ranking. Yeah. Anyway. The, um... I know a lot of their players are still not happy, though. They feel they didn't get uh, enough. The changes. Well you know you know the signar online community, right? It's uh,
3: Mm hmm. Yep. It's
0: the most isolated of miniature communities. It's got everything but a cantina band. sorry. Richard please. Yeah, the Richard Hive of Scum and Vin yeah. But yeah, the Storm Raptor. Sorry, Let's let's backtrack a little bit. Um you executed that very well. I really liked the, uh, the lightning bolts and stuff. I, I thought they were really well done. When I found out that's what you'd intended to do, I had some concerns. I didn't think it would l- look very good. But then I'm like, well, it's Yom. I'm, I'm, you know, if anyone knows what he's doing with a model, it's, it's probably him. <laughs> um, and you, you have more talent in your little toe than I do in my entire body. So like, I, I can't really judge you. Um,
2: so. funny is it's not the first time that I did that. Because of the my Signar past, I did that before, and usually get right, like it, I get the comment like, "Oh, I like the look, but I don't like the lightning yet you did." Blah, blah. But this time it just did went the opposite. So
0: the thing is, and again, uh, this is just me. I, I think the lightning stands out better on the ultra dark tones of the bird, as opposed to your ultra light blue that your your Signar was.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Uh mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, so because of the contrast and stuff, I, I think it just looks better there overall.
2: That's the keyword.
0: More contrast. I, I, I never disliked it on your Signar But it didn't pop the same way as it pops on on the Stormrafter Raptor. In my mm-hmm. opinion.
2: Well. Thanks. I'm really glad that uh, thank you for the compliment. I, I'm happy I'm super happy with it. And um I'm, I'm glad you like it.
0: See, Mark, I can be nice to you. If you're listening. <laughs> I can say nice things. It hurts me a little bit, but... That's okay. It's
2: a little puke
0: in your mouth, but... <laughs> well, I'm already sick. I I can just blame it on, like, fever. <laughs> I was only nice because I was feverish and delusional.
2: Yep, yeah, it's done. It's still sitting in my room, though. <laughs> waiting well, for the I- client to come pick it up. But it's done. Yeah. It, I kinda Actually, hope like I I'd oh, like to ahead. do more uh colossals. Um uh, because they're always like fun piece to do because they're big, they look out really great, and but like someone contacted me like to get a quote on three of them. Oh, uh, like, oh <laughs> I don't know if I want to paint like four storm raptors. <laughs> it's
0: like, Ugh. Is that really what he wanted? <laughs> With just multiple storm raptors?
3: Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: That's what you ask for. Is that a viable list? I don't. I don't know. I don't follow. Maybe he knows other people. I don't. He, he's gifting Yom painted storm raptors. I want him as a friend. Because <laughs> I don't know what you charge for that, but I'm sure it was not free, and nor should it be. So don't take it. To, don't don't take it that no. way. There's
2: there's um, a quote I, lo- I like a lot from the Joker in the Dark Knight, when he says, uh, "When you're good at something, never do it for free." I think that it it applies to artists in general.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's that's been a, a pretty long-standing dis- discussion in the miniature painting circle, right? Is how much do you charge for stuff and Mhm. Um, and there are people who are willing to practically give away their work because you know, they're either starting out or you know, they don't value their time or maybe they're just not free. I don't want to this is going to sound you get to school or... Or judgmental, maybe there's not very good, right? And then we're doing tabletop or whatever, like I did. So they can be cheap, because it's fast and it's easy.
2: Oh, sometimes the person has been convinced it's not good and shouldn't charge. Other times, yes. uh, they're starting out strong and they want to undercut other assets. So there's a lot of different reasons.
0: Yeah, that's true. I always forget about the uh, the undercutting. But then the problem is it's hard to go back. You yeah, start they off always, undercutting people?
2: Yeah. They always then, uh, shoot themselves in the foot. After that they burn themselves out.
0: Yeah, they had all kinds of business. But uh yeah. No, that's that's entirely true. You gotta be careful about that. So yeah. Hey, you know, I had an idea this week, uh actually earlier tonight. There's a, a chance Antoine is not gonna be available for a couple of shows. Maybe you and I should just do some shows together, just you and I.
2: So we can rekindle the flame?
0: Well, I'm sorry. You are not competing with Antoine for my flame.
2: Uh, he already has mine too. So
0: Antoine gets all the love. He does. He has the sexiest accent of the group. Just saying. You're still there, Antoine. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> I don't know. You I didn't shouldn't compliment be, me. I think. So.
0: <laughs> you sleeping no I'm painting me too my gutter is coming on quite excellently
1: willing for F- Paul to finish gushing over your storm rider.
2: you didn't gush what you didn't like it
1: oh no I, my, it was really good. my compliment
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was garbage you get comments from him all the time
1: it was garbage
0: garbage
2: no, I'm just trying to be cocky because, you know, Paul always says, says I'm a cocky bastard.
0: But, yeah, but it's, not really it's not, it's not deserved. I don't mind that you're cocky, young. You You can be cocky. You have a reason. That's
2: another discussion, right? The fine line between modesty and being, being cocky. Like, you have to appreciate what you can do. You have to be proud of what you can do, but not brag too
0: much. You're a little prouder than most, I think, but that's okay.
2: Well, I, I spent a lot of years being too modest and always like bringing myself down.
0: <laughs> that must have been before I met you. Okay, yeah.
2: <laughs> but no, that's that's serious though. <laughs> so that's another topic for another day. But um, no, now I'm trying to appreciate that when I do like something great, I want to be able to see it.
0: Yeah, nothing wrong with that.
2: Oh yeah, oh. uh, Antoine, after Corker, the plan was to, uh, to paint some Pulp City.
0: Yeah,
1: but there's a keyword there, was, <laughs> and a new commission and archons and stuff like that. So you don't fool me.
2: I, I brought them with me in vacation, right? The plan, mm-hmm. it was supposed to rain. So I was like, I'm going to bring all the, like, uh, my pin vice, my files and just prep the models, but uh, it was, like sunny and warm all, all week.
0: I'm just gonna point out that most Pop City models are one piece. So your pin vice and prep models excuse it doesn't hold water.
2: <laughs> oh no, but No, I I need to remove the little tab between the feet, uh, under the feet and put them on stuff. Cause that's what I do.
0: Oh that's right, you gotta make your base six inches taller than your actual model. Yes. So that precariously topples every time <laughs> Anytime anyone gets near it. Right, I forgot.
1: Yeah, I started to do that too. Look at my monkeys. <laughs> yep. yep, the the way I go is the smaller the model is, the higher the base is, just to compensate so they have all the same height level.
2: <laughs> yes, you're
0: an inspiration.
1: <laughs>
0: That's true. I hadn't thought about that, Antoine. The fact that the monkeys. Uh...
1: Yeah. You go what you know what's not good. Coca Cola orange sorbet.
0: Yeah. Mm.
1: Hmm.
0: Is it trying to be a Stewart's uh, orange and failing miserably?
1: Yes. Yeah. No, well, it's Coke, but Coke with orange vanilla flavor added to it. They they came out with three new flavor this summer, and yeah, I tried, I've tried really. Altry, and I dislike Altery. So,
0: what were they? Uh, I tried the American versions, so they're a bit different. Like the yeah. names are different. The flavors. There's same. lime here.
1: Uh, orange sorbet and, uh, ch- ch- cherry sorbet. So it's kind of like cherry coke, but with add vanilla flavor, overpowering vanilla flavor that ruins the cherry coke.
2: You and Steve are so weird. What? I we never understand your taste for weird things.
1: <laughs> yeah, unlike Steve, I don't do thrifts just to get weird stuff. <laughs> Oh, it's written like, new on it. I, I like tasting word stuff, but uh, <laughs> I don't center all vacations around that.
0: Steve is kind of epic for that. I have to admit.
2: Yeah. Going to the grocery stores in the state with him. Pretty funny. He just like, <laughs> just grabs everything that we don't have here. Or if it's written new
1: on it. Oh, it's new, new. or limited edition. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, he's, um, yeah, he's pretty epic for that. The, uh, the Oreos and stuff, especially. He loves all the different flavored Oreos. He used to always message me when I went down. If you're gonna go near a store, can you see if they have this X flavor of Oreo? Like, sure. <laughs> or flavors of chips. He likes flavors of chips, too. Oh, good old Steve. <laughs>
2: Still doing tartan,
0: still not fun. <laughs> Status updates. <laughs> I'm still doing crappy non-metallic metal. It is still crappy. But it's fast. Mm. So what else can we talk about? We're 53 minutes in. Ish.
1: JinCon mm. was past weekend. Anything that, uh, was a highlight
0: for you guys? Um, well, I think I think the same thing everyone else talking about too, the the what was it called, Crisis Protocol, is that it? Yep. That seemed to be the uh the highlight in my Facebook groups. How do you guys feel about it? You guys excited for another superhero game?
2: Um, yeah, it's hard to say right. I mean, it was great to see that the guys who left Private Press went to that company. So we know what they can do. We know they have experience.
0: Yeah, they killed War Machine. I mean, what could go wrong? <laughs> Personal opinions.
2: <laughs>
0: I don't disagree uh, shared, with. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say shared by uh, tons of people. Yeah, I'm not gonna argue. Yeah, no, I, I, I can't. Bl- no, I don't. I don't blame Pagani and Dallas, the other guys, for War Machine's fate. I think that comes from higher up. Um.
2: But uh, at first, I was uh, su- well not surprised, but I don't think it was like that, like eye uh, in demand or like missing. Or I was happy to see like the Terran kit. I was uh, I was like the the sculpt I like based on cartoon. Yeah, the they look part. they look really good. Yeah, and it's a quality matter. Like it's art plastic at a games workshop. It's gonna it's gonna be great. Great.
0: It's gonna be easier to put together the night models <laughs>
2: yeah, but then we learned it was forty millimeters <laughs> well the the bad news is that we wanted the those terrain and or to use the terrain that we already have, so now we cannot really i mean I can see the but the point from a company standpoint stand, point of view but it's too bad, because
0: well, f- we play Pulp City, so it's too bad for us. Yeah, well, 40mm will make uh, nicer models for painting, right? Yes.
1: Yeah, and for terrain's sake, if we, you want to use that in Pulp City, if you get just the Night Model stuff, uh, not Night Model, but the Crisis Procal stuff, I think it will look fine. The terrain will look more to scale, in fact. Because most of the time, we play with... the The scale of terrain is smaller than the scale of the models. To make sense. So, it, it will work too.
0: Well, yeah, let's be honest. The scale of the models is kind of all over the place. Yeah, say. there
1: there's that too. So,
0: Not knocking them.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Uh, on my side, I'm pretty excited about it. Before Nightmodel, uh, like right at the cusp of when the loss Slash stopped supporting the Marvel license, I was going to start picking it up. Uh, I'm not a big comic fan, but I prefer the tone of uh, Marvel than DC and the character from it. So, them coming back being... Even if it's just a basic box, and not going further into the stuff, it would be a great game to pick up to play with my son. He loves comic book heroes and he mostly liked the Marvel more cartoony characters and the uh, right now more dark uh, DCU so that's perfect for him and I think the game looks like I would really really like to play Pulp City with him but I think the game is a bit too intense with the too multiple complex. resources for the and the multiple activation in the same turn while I think I've not read through the rules uh, completely yet But I think it's just pure alternate activation in uh, crisis protocol, so I think that might be easier for him to grasp. And model will be plastic, so even if they're painted, there's less chance that he breaks them or that stuff Mm -hmm. become unglued or
0: or chips.
1: Yeah. So I I, just a basic box uh, at an hundred bucks. For the 10 model, the train, the, the small rule book and all the stuff. I think it's an amazing value. That's the Do we, that, we have that confirmed? I hadn't seen yeah, that yeah. Yet. The, the price sheet is out and it's uh, even uh, available on some website already on pre-order. Like the, the terrain box and the starter box are really good value. When you start looking at the characters, the price is a bit high. Like the, two character box are 40 US and the single characters for the normal size stuff is 25.
0: Mm. What are the normal size characters? Like, what are we uh, let's about? Like, say like, uh, like a Spider-Man size, like it's a regular Spider-Man,
1: uh, the uh, what's his, the one in the uh, multiverse one. What's his name?
0: Miles Morales?
1: Yeah, Miles and uh, Spider-Gwen, the uh, Ghost Spider, they are together in one of the action expansion box, and that's 40 bucks. Yeah.
2: Well, they are 40 millimeters and they come with cards and tokens. Yeah,
1: yeah, I I understand the pricing. I I just compare to the starter, it's less of a no brainer value.
0: Yeah, I see what you're saying.
1: Because the starter has an amazing price, but with our plastic and the number they probably intend to sell with the license, it makes sense to have it at, as a, a great intro, and after that they can sell the rest at a more inline price with the probably the licensing cost and everything.
0: Yeah, my biggest problem with it is that it's going to be Asmodee. Yeah, for which, distribution. Yeah. Yeah, which means you got to deal with Asmodee, which is not necessarily easy here. Um, it's, it's they're the other eight hundred pound gorilla in the in the gaming industry, so and they uh, they have stock allocation issues and stuff like they they really play favorites, so sweet, yeah,
1: mm. yeah. But for the game itself, uh, I personally am really looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, I am. Um, I, I love Marvel. I collected Marvel comics for years and years and years. I was a huge Spider-Man fan. Uh, my biggest problem with any game that uses an existing IP is you end up with weird matchups that destroy my immersion because they make no sense. They, like, make my brain cringe. Like, you know, uh, Red Skull fighting Captain Marvel. Well, that shouldn't be much of a fight. It probably
1: right. isn't, also, in the, uh, in the game. The The characters have power levels, and I'm pretty sure Captain Marvel is a lot higher than Red Skull right. is.
0: But the thing is, they would never interact in the comics. Like, that would never happen. Period. It's not a matter that Red Skull would, would lose or win. It's not just that, I should say. It's also a fact that they, they wouldn't even...
1: Yeah, but with, with comics, there's so many what-if series and yeah, alternate yeah, versions know. and everything that
0: it I'm, kind I'm of not doesn't saying, bug me. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just uh, saying that's how I feel.
1: Like I feel that if there's a place you can have bad guys and villains uh, and uh, heroes go together depending on weird alliance and everything, it's comic book. <laughs> like superheroes uh, Fact, fa- not faction, but genre. Absolutely. That's the genre to go with, and especially Marvel with.
2: Yeah, they did spin off of everything. Yeah. Like when Deadpool picks up uh, Thor's Hammer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> in, in what, the comics?
2: <laughs> yeah. But, it, no, but it was in one of the Deadpool's comics, so they don't count.
0: Yeah, one of the Deadpool destroys the universe type things, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, see, so yeah, I'm another, i don't particularly care for Deadpool either. So, uh, again, because he breaks the fourth wall, and I don't—I don't find that particularly funny or entertaining. Um, he didn't always break the fourth wall in comics, and I kind of liked him back then. Oh well, I guess I'm just an old curmudgeon.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, that being said, I'm sure the game is interesting, and I understand why they had to. Like, you know, Dallas and Wilhelm, there's no way they could bankroll that. Like you, you know, a startup company cannot go out and buy a Marvel license. So their new company being part of Asmode makes sense. They probably had a, a concept, went and pitched it and said, okay, now we need, we need this killer license to make, you know, to make this really sell.
1: Uh, I've seen some stuff and I think, there was pretty talk with Privator Press because they started working on it when they were still at Privator Press, and Private Press is tanked in the uh, the rulebook. So I think they did the early design, and there might have been a decision to make a full company out instead of having Private Press work on it in the end. I'm not too sure.
0: Uh-huh. This seems weird. And uh
1: who is Doug Doug A. Middleton? Who's still a sculptor at Private Press? He worked on two of the army model. He did two of the sculpts for Crisis Protocol. But that's the only two he did because he he stayed at uh, Private Press. The other sculptor is an ex Private Press sculptor who's now working for uh, Atomic Mass Games. So th- there's probably some snafu there, like back uh, backdoor industry stuff that uh, we don't know about
0: almost certainly who's the other sculptor
1: oh I, I don't remember his name but it's the name in the rule book and uh, I've seen him in the sculpting group too
0: yeah I still think money must play a, a factor somewhere because you know how the hell do you get the license from, from Disney without selling out a bucket load of cash
1: Mm-hmm. and also uh Fantasy Flight already have the license for other other type of games, like they, they are wishing Champions, a card game at the same time, mm-hmm. so they probably add access to the sensor and maybe deals to have the, a sub-license. Maybe, maybe
0: Fantasy, yeah, maybe Fantasy Flight already own the license.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. Yeah, because Fantasy Flight does Marvel Legendary and they do all kinds of stuff, right? So, who knows? But, yeah. Super complicated.
1: It's in my uh, read list right now for the, 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 my upcoming vacations. Try to finish that. And uh, I'll most probably pre-order it when it's become available locally. But I know other player people locally have uh, mentioned interest in it too. The, not in our small group, but uh, outside of that.
0: But well, I know I, um Chris was looking at it as a way to have models he liked for Pulp City, until I pointed out there's a pretty big scale difference.
1: Yeah, that I'm not sure about.
0: So that kind of, you know, disappointed him in the end.
1: Well, I'm interested in it to play it uh, straight. One thing is, like, the base box is going to be a good starting point, but... Uh, you, I think you will have to branch out pretty fast because of how this building works. If you don't want to face always the same like to, to play mirror matches. Yeah. Well, I mean that's that but makes it sense, makes right? sense yeah. It's a basic
0: mm-hmm.
1: starter to get people into the game but after that mm-hmm. you
0: <laughs> after that they want you to buy models so I yeah, guess so. it makes that's sense the- that they're gonna That's the point of every game. <laughs> Well, we're on to them.
1: I don't know all people will go will people try to fill team or are the most competitive player are gonna go mixed mixed uh even alignment because it doesn't matter in the game. So we're gonna see yeah, how it works, you pick any ten models you want. No matter if they are the same team or if they're even the same size uh side. Villains and heroes can be mixed together because uh, whatever happened in that scenario, they have to fight together for that situation. And when you start your game, each player is going to bring a crisis card, or I don't know if it's random, purely random, or it's based on list selection, uh, selected in the small list, that I'm not sure yet you will have one crisis card. Your opponent will also have one. They, they each have a specific objective on them, and the objective for the game are going to be the combined objectives from both crisis cards. And the crisis cards also have, a, I don't know the exact term, but power level on them. And you... Yeah, that's how you
0: do team building. I remember yeah, reading that, yeah.
1: You will check out the two crisis cards, and that will tell you how many power level you can use from your 10 model list. So your 10 model list could have maybe 40-50 power levels in it, depending on which type of model you choose. But you, you will be limited to the maybe 15, 16, 17 points that the game uh, needs or limits you to. I like the concept. I could see doing something similar for Pop City, when we do uh, events, like bring a pool of
0: mm-hmm. X Yeah. You know, many also power like we levels. About, yeah, yeah, because that was like the one thing that it needs for like organized play. I just keep dropping everything.
2: In my wildest yeah. dream, this will generate um, people's interest for uh superhero miniature games, and then we can
0: like. Sell them on Pulp City? Yeah. Easier, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. gonna be quite the, uh, quite the upsell. Okay, you're gonna play a game that's possibly inferior, but we don't know. With, uh, uglier models that aren't really available because, uh, there's nowhere to buy them. <laughs> but the store's yep. coming soon. Yeah. Not trying to sound bitter, just being realistic. But I also sound bitter, I realize that.
2: We don't know which one's going to be better. Maybe... Well, we'll wait. Antoine will read the rules and give us the That's
0: how I do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will I think,
1: uh, happily do so.
0: I, I'm not worried about what's quote-unquote better. I think... Um, no. I think Pulp City is quite a fun game. And I've got a ton of models for it already. So we both do <laughs> yeah that escalated quickly <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.
1: at least you're getting them painted uh, I switched from Pulp City to other stuff so well, I'm, I'm stuck with just right my now, so moldy. <laughs> yeah but you've painted a second team already
0: possibly two yes <laughs> 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 I need um... to
1: finally decide which team I want to work on and start painting them. It will also uh, provide painted models for Yom when he wants to play as he's not working on his own.
2: Soon-ish.
1: Yeah. Until the next commission.
2: It's been my answer for months. <laughs> <Soon-ish>. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, money times. Every friend, time so. <laughs> another projects
1: happen and, oh, they're pushed back after that. And they're pushed back after that. And they're pushed back after that. And rinse and repeat.
0: Well, so. Yom needs to feed his family, so... Yep. I can understand.
1: Me too. I just... Uh, poke him a bit.
0: <laughs> hey, I, I know all about that. <laughs> Yom poking is my raison d'être. As we yeah. say in French.
1: You've
2: become really adept at it.
0: Well, I try. If you do anything long enough, right, you're bound to get good
1: at it. <laughs> anything else you guys seen at Jincon or from the Con, uh material online that was of any interest?
2: That's that's the funny thing. Not not really. I, uh, I mean, it took all the place. Quite protocol for yeah, me. I didn't see really what else was going on. And even like the painting competition, I was looking at the pieces and. Some of the, like, best of pieces, they were, uh, at, uh, Crystal Brush. So there was not even, like, a lot to look at for Gen Con Painting Comp. Like. No.
0: Really? You could do that for Gen Con? <laughs> Apparently.
1: In theory, you shouldn't. If I remember the, uh, the rules when, when I went.
0: Well, I guess if it didn't place a Crystal Brush, you can, uh.
1: Well, that might be the... Uh, That's my guess too. <laughs>
0: The thing, that's that's a weird choice, though.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna take that piece that wasn't good enough to win at that other competition and hope that the competition is crappier this time and well, I can win I
0: mean, it. You can also take it home, refine it, work on it some more. Like, it's not necessarily the exact same no, as but, it was at the previous show, but still, it's it's kind of a weird choice. But hey, people do weird things. There's no. No lack of odd people in our hobby. I know that may shock you to find out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you you would think people would be more original.
2: Well, but maybe that's just us. Maybe that's what how we think. But maybe we don't do all the cons, and I don't know. I don't. Know. Maybe we're the
0: phase. I don't know. Absolutely. It's just our elitist Canadian standards. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what Canada is known for, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'll just say I find it strange. <laughs> i leave it at that. Uh,
2: I mean I did it in the past also, but like I had to be convinced by other people. Like when I went I mean, to like- Sword and Brush, I presented for Frank Van Stein again. But because people talked me into it.
0: And he was shown at um Pigan Jimmy? Yeah. yeah. Things I don't have to worry about. But if there's ever a you know tabletop competition where they set a standard that uh, is so low that you you know, then maybe I can. Compete. You
1: like should enter actually... something when we go to Captain Con.
0: Uh, enter Chibi
1: last. This last time we went, there were two models, so you would get a bronze automatically, if not better.
0: I suppose that's true. Wait, are we bringing you?
1: Uh, that time, Yom won that first uh, place.
0: Yeah, you won second, right?
1: No, third. I didn't enter Chibi. I should have.
0: Oh, sorry, not Chibi. That was... Uh...
1: All the crit- degrees I was in, Yom got first. So...
0: <laughs> yeah, take that, Antoine. Damn. Damn, damn.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, <laughs> more seriously. But not really. Ben, uh, but he was the judge... Uh, he was the judge at the captain gun so when he saw me came with my mother's like why aren't you the judge <laughs> so yeah if i that go back, funny. ben's probably gonna intercept me and say hey you here here's the mantle of judging you go right ahead <laughs> pretty sure that's what's gonna happen if i go back to captain gun what
0: was ben even is ben still involved in it Do you know uh, hmm, I don't know. Because that was two years ago, right? Yep. And last year, the I seem to recall the painted competition display was pretty bare. Like, even more so than the previous year. Okay.
1: We'll, we'll have to fill that up next year.
3: Yeah. Comes is down
1: only in clean con- on- It's the only convention I can go to, so... <laughs> or, I hope I can go to.
0: Well, I've already got clearance for next year for us, so...
1: <laughs> so... Might as well do everything. Painting competition, pulp city, red ignite, clamshotter.
0: That sounds like a, f- a full uh, itinerary.
1: Yep. And water, whatever nice. else other strange uh, thing we'll be able to get. Oh. Or play.
0: I like the way you think, Antoine. So, that's enough for Junkan. Might as uh, well. Yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't I mean. I think let's go to the news and uh, call this a, a rat. Yeah. Because yep. my cough drop has run out and I'm going to start coughing anytime now. Uh, first, well, coughing more.
1: P- Ponga Miniatures. They have Ratman Warriors on pre-order. So uh, Ponga, we've already talked about them in the past when they did their cany tours and felly tours and a bunch of, our, of their miniatures. Uh, they also did uh, the pie rats uh, Bloodball Prepsies Proxies recently. Uh, this time they are doing other rats, but they are more like uh, Skaven. Uh, Skaven proxies, the old uh,
0: old Skaven more from like? the fantasy Order world. Yeah, uh, more like. I think you mean exactly like.
1: But oh yeah, really yeah. Cool? No, they they are <laughs> change the name, but they are more recent, uh, scold and better looking versions of the these old game workshop models. Uh mm-hmm. huh. They look good. There's a bunch of them. They have a ton of variants. And they look good. Uh, If you are interested, you do have a lot of time. They will only start uh, shipping in December. So it's a bit like a Kickstarter that they are running on their own store (laughs) for the next uh, four or five months.
0: Was it said that... uh it's the Frostgrave people that do that, isn't it? The, yeah, they, the they do a
1: Nick Starter. That's uh, North Star military uh, figures that do that. So, there's a lot of them. They're available. They are they are nice. Punga Miniatures usually do pretty nice models. So uh, They are scaled at 32 meters, so they might be a bit bigger than the old Game Workshop stuff. If you want to mix and match them, they might be a bit bigger. I have not seen the uh, comparisons. But uh, for uh, first line or for characters, uh, they'll be right there. Yeah,
0: it'll be perfect.
1: Yep. Second item uh, from uh, local uh, Westphalia miniatures. They have their Kickstarter running right now, The Third Breakfast. So this is a full line of elflings.
0: Oh, Antoine, how are you going to resist? <laughs> I already have some of them
1: <laughs> because he brought back some of the... Uh, uh, already existing half mens they have, but there's a bunch of new ones. They have new teams. Uh, there are some Arabic-inspired half-names the They have the generic, uh, fantasy ones and, well, generic medieval ones. Yeah. And the, uh, they have the kind of, uh, old Prussian inspired with the, uh, how, how do they call them? The Alfsnicks Or, I pretty totally mispronounced that, but they look more like the Empire version would—all all fluffy coats and uh, clothes. Yeah,
0: with the pan helmets and stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So there's a ton of choices. Like there is a lot of miniatures available. So if you are looking for things to play in any type of fantasy settings, be it the be there skirmish games, armies, or just random miniatures for RPGs. They are looking really good. A bunch of those are already out, and you can pick from them, so it's not like they they won't be available. And Westfalia have done multiple projects, so they, they know what they are doing.
0: So And they're super affordable. Yeah. I mean if you're not a Frostgrave Warband, right? Yeah. Super cool for that. Three archers, five bucks. Some medium spearmen, three of them, five bucks. Canadian, five bucks, right? Yeah, so. Canadian, it? yeah. <laughs> it's like a buck fifty US. It's dirt cheap.
1: And they have the, uh, like the elfling adventurer group, twelve dollars for them. Like it's four dollar each. There's a wizard, a ranger, and a rogue that, if that doesn't speak Frostgrave, what does?
0: If we, yeah. Or even what's the new game that come out with? Uh, Rangers of,
1: oh yeah, uh, Shadow, Shadow Deep.
0: Yeah, I want to say Water Deep, but Water Deep is the Forgotten Realms thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so there isn't a lot of time left. It was a pretty short Kickstarter. By the time of the release of this show, there will be about five days left. Uh, their original goal was a thousand bucks Canadian. Uh, they're over twenty thousand right now, so. They are well past what they need. It should be funding no problem. Uh, if you want to fund, you have until Wednesday, August fourteen, to do so. And that's a wrap for
0: me. All right, and I think uh, gutter is pretty much done. So that's a wrap for me. My
2: tartan is not done, but that's a wrap for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I paint a miniature episode, Yom. Know, right, that's my my goal. Okay. <laughs> Success. Yep, yep. Hey, for what I paint and the hour I paint, I don't think anyone's going to complain.
2: No, it's cool. It's cool.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, guys, it was a pleasure as always. Yo, uh, we'll have you back soon. Like I said, I think Antoine's going to go on vacation. And we talked about either putting the show on hiatus for a couple weeks while he was doing that. Or maybe I'll record, the, maybe we'll put the main show on hiatus and I'll record a, a filler episode with you.
2: Ooh, that, that's we'll big it, uh, shoes to fill, but. Uh, all about Yom. <laughs> yes. You should do a survey first.
0: <laughs> what would you like to know about Yom?
2: <laughs> do you want a show all about Yom?
0: We'll figure something out.
2: <laughs> all all right. right. I'll be back for sure. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having me.
0: And Anytime. bye, everyone. Talk to you guys later.
1: And bye,
0: geeks thanks for listening to geeks of the north if you want to contact us you can email us at geeks of the north at gmail.com like us on facebook at facebook.com slash geeks of the north or follow us on twitter at geeks of the north you can follow me paul at pr filio antoine at eltonio berg steve at b underscore steve and if you really feel the need i guess you can follow yo he's at yo breaks and outro music by Ladrave you can listen to them at ledrave.bandcamp.com. See you next time, geeks.
3: Thank you for checking out a United Geeks Network family member. If you enjoyed it and are looking for other online media with a geek culture slant, head over to unitedgeeksnetwork.com
0: where you will find All Us Geeks, a podcast that discusses board games, movies, television, comics, Kickstarter, and many other forms of geek culture. The United Geeks Network. You can broadcast your geekiness at unitedgeeksnetwork.com.